right, Ollie, your turn. I think I'm going to link two cards. Uh, I'm Horrible. going to connect the uh, location, the Alley of Petrified Angles, to Freak Wharf. And the detail I'll add, I want to add a, um, a motif to Freak Wharf. I think it's the sound of harmonicas. That cool. is very off-putting. <laughs> like a class of elementary school kids with recorders, the inhabitants of the wharf <laughs> blow away on this day and night. They all have saxophones. The ceaseless old-timey twang of a mouth harp. <laughs> uh, okay, um, is that your uh, your full turn? Yes, that is my full turn. Excellent. Alright, I'm going to create a neighborhood. And this neighborhood is, um, it's called the Rigging. It's it's basically uh, all of the, the sails and sheets that are trapped in the branches of trees, but also, like, kind of extending from the actual riggings of the tops of ships at the, at the wharf. Um, you can, if, if you're traveling on the rigging, you can basically just kind of move across like the upper it's like it's like an upper canopy of mm. twilight cove and um and so it's basically a network of um sheets and ropes high above twilight cove that allow for um sneaky uh and sneaky uh observation and travel because you can also kind of peek down on the rest of the code. I like that because uh, not, not that all the media I've consumed is by white men writing sci-fi. <laughs> Definitely not. But um, the sprawl in the uh, uh, William Gibson novels is has an area mm. that's a lot like that. That's very cool. Oh, cool. Also, tangent, uh, there is an alternate audiobook where William Gibson reads Neuromancer, and it is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Some a voice really for, shouldn't perform their own work. Yeah, he's got a voice for audiobooks, like, I've got a face for radio. It's <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I don't think that metaphor tracks, actually. He's just bad at it. <laughs> he's yeah, got, because you're lovely. But also... Thank you, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, John, your turn. Yeah, okay. What do I want? What do I want? I want a location. I want a location and it's a museum. I want a location and it's a museum and it is a museum of... It has nothing to do with the sea. It's a cheese I was actually museum. thinking that. Like, it was like, I was like, a museum of like antique guns or something. Like, oh, something Porcelain anime and- figures. <laughs> <laughs> Except kind of, yeah. Um, what if it's like a museum of like... Uh, Wax figures of anime. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's called the Soul House. Yeah, so ideas. Uh, what if it's like a, a museum of like scrimshaw and whittling and like it's, it's like folk art. It's folk too. art. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a museum of folk art. And when you come in, and when you come in, when you open the doors, um, you, uh, there, you are, you open up into, you know how, like, there's, uh, blah, 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 what are words? Not door alarms, but, like, a door chime. 
Um, oh, yeah. And in this case, yeah, it's like a door chime, except it's like fish bones. Ooh. Oh, so it's like <laughs> that clackety clackety sound. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. God, I hope that I have the time and the energy to like draw some of this or to like do the graphic design. <laughs> Because I wasn't be kidding amazing. about postcards. I want to make postcards. Oh yeah, that'd be Greetings awesome. From Twilight Cove. I don't, and I, I don't think I have a name for this place yet. Mother, right. I got you a fishbone door chime <laughs> on my travels. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking I might want to try linking something into the rigging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Maybe that's why the Ruby Apartments are such a GD fire hack <laughs> because they exist. Suspended above the rest oh. of the city uh, in a very precarious way. <laughs> cool. So yep. I'm gonna put those um, out there. Is this place so run down and slapped together that it almost appears to have been built by the people who are living in it? Um, but that, then that kind of goes against the form of like what is an apartment and the apartment I was about to say an apartment landlords and rent and and buildings yeah um cuz i'm imagining you know you have this this spider's web or, of the rigging and then you have people who have just hitched their units onto this place to sort of create this hive of uh domiciles um mm-hmm. well maybe that are, uh, okay, so, so maybe this was built, so maybe the, the Ruby apartments are built on top of existing apartments. Like, what if those built, the original apartments were constructed, constructed, and then built on top of that became like this extra layer of junk? Um, and then that's a little bit, and then that's more kind of, I, uh, ramshackle and, uh, piecemeal. Ooh, it's that, I'm it's almost the imagining. opposite. I feel like we always talk about, like, the, the fixing something with gold to make the scars look cool. What's it? Oh, oh uh, Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Yeah, we keep bringing it up. It's the opposite of that. It is the most, uh huh, crappy particle board and plastic <laughs> materials that have been yeah. used to sort of fill in the bones of this old, Ooh, uh, much more beautiful apartment. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I love that. What if Kintsugi sucked? <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, every time it breaks, we just make it uglier? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Although that is a great horror motif, a great horror theme. What if things get uglier every time they break? And right. that is my turn. I have linked nice. Ruby Apartments, and I have made it suck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would also like to link cards. All right. I think I'm going to put our beleaguered author in the museum. It It's my thought that he's, like, um the caretaker of the museum. Like, he operates it. Um, Maybe it was, like, a family thing, and... Um, so he took over from his family running the museum, but in his spare time, he, um, sits in the back and writes novels. Okay. Yeah. Maybe writing, writing about the things in the museum has inspiration. Right, and the people who come to the museum. Yeah, I kind of dig that. 
Yeah. Uh, I think I'll I'll do extras at the museum. I think it's a lot of tourists. I think uh a lot of the mm. people who come through here are tourists. So uh it's out of town folk. Uh you can tell by looking. They're not from around here. Oh great. My turn. Okay, let's see. Alright, so we have our freak wharf with uh, seafarers and upper-class people who can afford to stay near the ships. Uh, at the wharf, there's the Alley of Petrified Angels, where Gran hangs out. There's also the rigging, which is the access to the Caribbean apartments. We have the Abyssal Graveyard. There's the museum, where Horace Crow stays. And then we have Father Bone and a plastic glow-in-the-dark spider ring. I'm going to create another object. It's been a little while since we've had a Yeah, object. make an object. I am going to make a... Um, I often go to like jewelry and things, but I want to do something really different since we have this wonderful uh, herald, the, the plastic mm-hmm. glow-in-the-dark spider ring. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make a book of some sort. Okay. Cool. So it's going to be a book. A book and of some sort. A book of some sort. Let me look at my object options. Uh, name, use, agenda, description, motif. The book's agenda is to learn the name of every Twilight Cove ghost. And so just as a reminder, the, the agenda is a, uh, the game describes it as a metafictional purpose the object serves. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be the driving force of a story that focuses on the object. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so... Something about this book um, has to do with, uh, yeah, learning learning the name of every toilet. I am going to make a link, and I am going to put Father Bone in Horace Crow, and this is now a problematic boys love manga. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And... For my next trick, I will take an actual turn now. Um, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, gotcha. Um, I think that we need another neighborhood, and I think that we need something. Sh- I think that we need something needier, something a little more like, uh, dare I say, normal. Um, for this to all happen around, we need like mm-hmm. a main. We need like a main street or something. We you know we we need like a city square or. I, I really like the name. Well, I don't like it. I think it kind of sucks. But the idea of calling like Chicago's downtown like the Magnificent Mile or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that kind of naming convention is interesting. Yes, the Magnificent yes. Mile fucking sucks. <laughs> if you like buying clothes off the rack, which do not fit me and probably will, never will, uh, then it might be great for you. But, <laughs> and if you have thousands of dollars to spend on it. Yeah. Fucking Chicago. Um anyway. <laughs> no, but I, I love that. Um I think that that is indeed the naming convention we should go with. Um the the uh the the fishy way. Um <laughs> the uh Twilight Trail. Salt Street's not bad, uh, actually. Um Twilight Trail's also not bad. <laughs> oh, it's oh, bad. Let's not uh, use Twilight Trail. Oh, is it bad? <laughs> the Twilight Trail sounds like if you had a line of hair growing from between your shoulders to your buckle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the cursed treasure trail. <laughs> so if it, yeah, 
So if it wasn't ruined before, it's ruined now. <laughs> oh, no. So I like Salt City. Uh, <laughs> or Salt Street. Uh, or, like, I also like something with, like, the golden hour. Because, like, Twilight, golden hour, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunset Boulevard. Oh, yeah, hey, shit, that's great, man. Someone should have used that <laughs> before. Damn. It's so uh, evocative of, like, you know, fading glory and... Uh-huh. Being face down in a pool. <laughs> I do like that movie a lot. It's, oh yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. I feel like it would if we're if we're talking about like a street with like the neighborhood built around it. Well, I guess it's the opposite from like dusk till dawn. Mm. Like as the two ends of the street. That's I like that. I actually really like that. It's just it's uh, not a oh no, but it's a detail. No, there's something really really great about it stretching from dusk to dawn though. Yeah, that's yeah. that could be really the cross nice. streets I, at either end. Yeah, uh-huh. bracketed, bracketed on either end by the streets, dusk and dawn. Maybe, that's that. Maybe. I like that. That's very cheeky. Maybe when people uh, really like dab in the middle is special effects master Tom Savini wearing a dick gun, <laughs> like in the movie from Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the people in the city, when they're, like, talking about places, don't talk about the east side and the west side. They'll say, oh, it's over on the dawn side or the dusk side. Ooh. Oh, that's, yeah. That's sexy. That's segregation, baby. That is <laughs> <some> sexy segregation. <laughs> um, okay, so this is... The golden road. golden golden boulevard, uh, gold uh, salt gold salt gold golden brine briny briny boulevard. I kind of like briny boulevard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's a little bit a little bit on the nose. It's a little bit on the nose. I think that not not everything has to be part of the bit. You know? like, uh, this isn't yes. a theme park. This is a town, um, right? Uh, Boulevard or Avenue or something have have a real nice feel to them, though. Yeah, to give that yeah. sort of like this is one of those wider streets. You know? Old Avenue. What is it? What is a like a word people use for large that they would use for like the Big. ocean, vast, the depths, or like vast. Thick. Yeah. Profound. Um, what yeah. was the other one? Not Boulevard. What was the other Avenue. one? Avenue. Avenue? Ocean Avenue. Mm. There's a place on Ocean Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm taking too long to do this. Uh, this we is call it just like Market Street or, or something. Yeah, a little, little more, a little more mundane. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, good. Merchants Row. What about Gold Street? Yeah, honestly, come right back around. Um, oh, but that's a that I, this is a neighborhood, not a street, though. There's um the uh, a neighborhood Mile? in Chicago called Bronzeville. Mm-hmm. So uh, Goldsville. Well, some other like gold. I'm thinking like um, maybe uh, I'm, maybe I'm too hung up on or, uh, like Bullion Boulevard. <laughs> Kind of ties in because it's also about soup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not a genuine offer. Oh, just, I love just soup. The brain meat cranking away. <laughs> uh, 
I had an idea, but it's in French, and now I'm worried I can't pronounce it. But uh, the vast street in French. Uh, hmm. Ooh, ooh. Dusk ooh. and dawn. Why don't we call it like Horizon Boulevard or Horizon Street? Ooh. Oh. I'm kind of. I'm here for that. I like Horizon mm-hmm. Avenue. Or like, if we're gonna go for like suburban naming conventions, you call it like the Golden Horizon. Planned community. I dig her. I feel like it's cool to spend time on these because these are our like big umbrella areas. Mm-hmm. Then we can name shit like Harold later on. <laughs> <laughs> we can also uh, just leave it at Horizon if we want to come back once one of us thinks of like the that's really true. Or it could just yeah, be called yeah, Horizon. Horizon is a good uh yeah, actually. I mean it is the neighborhood, so it wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to be we can we can define the the street later if we want to. Um, yeah. Cool. So we have the Horizon neighborhood. Cool. Then Father Bone and Horace kiss. We <laughs> <laughs> ready go. for our, Leah, for our slash fic. <laughs> uh, okay. Part of me wants to do the last neighborhood. If someone else wants to do it, totally speak up. Uh, and if the idea doesn't sound good, I'm totally ready to pivot quickly to something else. Um, I, so, I, I think you should go for it, and then if we don't like your idea, we can shout we'll you tell down. You how bad it is. <laughs> we will absolutely we'll shame you down. endlessly. Yeah, uh, you'll never yeah. recover. So I'm thinking, you know, we have the coast that we're on, like the cove, mm-hmm. and then we have this sort of normal area, more inland. I'm imagining. Yes. Um, and then we have the rigging above it all. I'm thinking even further from the coast, like our, you know, third concentric ring out. Mm. Um, there is a set of, like, jagged foothills that have been tamed by, like, hours and hours of, or or just tons of man hours and mercantile wealth into a very, like, wealthy community that is, like, removed a little bit Mm. from the city. And because it's, like, the foothills and everything, I'm thinking it could be called, like, the teeth. Even though that does sound a little too rough for, like, a nice area. Maybe the, the hills themselves are referred to colloquially as, like, the teeth. Yeah. And they it's chew like, up sailors. And it's like and... smiling hills or something. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not laughing because I think it's bad. I think it's, it's weird. <laughs> no, it's really good. Oh, whoops. Uh, now let me just... Grinning hills. Oh, Grinning hills. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it, baby. Yep. That is that is downright upsetting. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the hills have teeth. <laughs> These hills have teeth. There's teeth in and them. The there, hills. where the richest people live is so good because that's just yeah. Ask not for whom the hills chatter; they chatter for thee. Thirty-two horses on on a red hill. <laughs> First they champ, then they stamp. And they stand still. And I did nothing because I was not a hill. The answer is man. <laughs> it's teeth. The answer is teeth. It's the, mo- the answer is the moon. <laughs> An, egg. An egg. Got it. That's it. You're right. Egg. What do I have in my pockets? <laughs> yep. The best riddle of all. Uh, for which we all for which we all rule in Smeagol's favor because that is a bullshit riddle. The answer is really unfair. (laughs) Gotta take him to riddle court over that one. (laughs) Okay. 
All right, Ollie. The Honorable Judge J.P. Riddles presiding. All right. J.P. Yeah. <laughs> Riddles. Oh, monkey ball. <laughs> uh, quick plug, because they totally need it. Uh, hey, Riddle Riddle, Chicago <laughs> hey, Riddle Podcast. Riddle. Oh, Vrin loves that podcast. Pretty fucking good. Fantastic. Um, um, yeah. Oh, it's wild. All right, Ollie. My best friend regularly tries to make me listen to that podcast. You should. It's incredible. <laughs> I know. Character. JP Riddles. Good work and you should let them do it. <laughs> I, I know, I just don't like podcasts generally. Um, you don't? Oh, Gen what? Z. I have audio this processing is issues. Our, our most treasured form of media. <laughs> no, I totally understand. Yeah, audio processing really makes podcasts hard if there's, especially if there's a lot of people. I need subtitles Dan, all the time. Uh, you are on a podcast right now. <laughs> right? I. <laughs> but I'm not listening to it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Let's keep moving before we talk people out of listening to the rest of the show. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm making a character. Um, yeah. I'm, I dare you. I I'm gonna I'm gonna name them. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna happen right now. Um, it's. Just pick two objects in the room. <laughs> That's how I named Horace Crow. <laughs> what was I looked in front of me and there's a picture of an owl and a crow and I was like, owls go hoot, hoot, Horace, Horace Crow. Yeah. Amazing. Still pretty good. Yeah, still pretty good. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, no, go on. I'm just <laughs> making myself. I'm making myself laugh at stupid bits. Um, Goofs and spoofs. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, Bert. I'm gonna say they're a, a playful child uh, with shaggy hair. That's their only defining characteristic. Excellent. <laughs> they will die horribly at the hands of our awful city. <laughs> To, Unless to they've already died horribly. Who knows? Oh, kid ghost. True. Could be. Perhaps. Perhaps a kid ghost. Alright, that will be my turn. Oh, okay. So, uh, I know where Father Bone hangs out. I am going to link Father Bone to the Abyssal Graveyard. Absolutely. 100%. And Father Bone prophesies the day the bottom of the pit is revealed. Uh, he did, didn't he? Let's see, so I can add either a location detail. Do we have? We don't. The abyssal graveyard doesn't have a danger, and the danger, which is described in the game as uh, what danger might a character face if they enter this location. Mm. This can be physical, but also social or emotional. Uh, ragweed pollen. <laughs> yeah, allergies. <laughs> yeah. I, the largest the thing. That gets wavelength. me real bad. It's real bad. Um, yeah, what's more embarrassing than sneezing through a funeral? <laughs> I mean... Oh my god, now I'm imagining them holding funerals on the bottomless spiral into the earth. I mean, I think they do. You process yeah. down it. For yeah. hours. While playing the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> harmonica. So the danger of the Abyssal Graveyard is, um, yeah, being entranced by, um, Father Bones singing. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna change Father Bones' pronouns here. 
mm-hmm. one of my friends uses these pronouns, and I think there, oh, right on the yeah. nose, sin, 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 self. <laughs> you know who could get entranced mm-hmm. by Father Bone singing? Mm. Horace Crow. <laughs> Horace. <laughs> Horace Crow. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Could write novels about that singing. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I got an idea. I got an idea. Cool. Well, I don't know. I don't know how. Mu- I don't know how much I. Oh, well, uh, part of me really likes this, but I. I'm a. I'm a take that abyssal graveyard and I'm a put mm-hmm. it in grinning hills. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Fuck you, John. How dare you? <laughs> so one of our one of our creepiest and and uh, weirdest locations is now in the most affluent neighborhood. Yeah, like that checks I, out. To be, I honest. don't know how that meshes exactly. Like where, like where would it be? Why, why is it there? I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but I really like the idea of it, of this, of like you know the yawning mystical uh, stairway into like ocean purgatory, being in like the being in like you know uh, the heights. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that squares exactly. Like maybe this is like. A spooky thing where, like, you know, somewhere in Grinning Hills, there is a lake. And if you go, and if you, and if you're on, and you're in Gr- Grinning Hills on a, like, you know, on a moonless night, then there is no lake. There is a spiral and it goes down. Um, and in that spiral are people. Maybe the abyssal graveyard was filled in with water to become a lake feature. And then it just keeps. Oh, and the. But it keep going down because, like, all the rich people living there wanted like a nice looking lake. But there were there there were people there. There were bodies that are being like. And and it was all, but it was this was already like this big excavated thing, and so like they were just like just filled with water. And now it's a lake, uh, but it just keep draining. So in addition to it is in addition to it being weird and creepy, it's also a literal money hole. That these people are continuously sinking money into to turn into an artificial lake. I'm also thinking, and then I think also super creepily on moonless nights, uh, the lake is just not there. The lake is not there, and it is an open pit, and it goes down. Um, and then, like in the morning, the lake is you back. get it, you get enough teeth in a row, and you're gonna find some cavities. The abyssal graveyard is one of them. (laughs) I'm also thinking maybe... Let's go. Maybe, like, the bodies in the abyssal graveyard are not happy about it being filled in to be a lake. Oh, I don't don't think so. I don't think they're happy at all. I think they're very happy to be subsumed (laughs) by the rich festival. So... Because the moon controls the tide, and the moon, instead of being up here, is down here, and it's sucking down the water. Uh... On Moonlit, that's perfect. Um, I've explained it away with science. Yeah. (laughs) Midi-chlorians? Maybe maybe that's what, like, the skeptics of the town are saying. It's like, oh, when people say that, it's just because, you know, the tide will go down, and sometimes you can kind of see the stairs a little bit. They're just being silly. And then, you know. It's just a tide pool. There's nothing strange going on down. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is the historical event, John, because you have to to put this somewhere. Oh, I was putting it. Yeah, the links was just to uh, Uh, to mark that that the neighborhood was linked down. Understood. 
then this will be a, a historical event. Nice, cool. The day they filled it in. Uh, is this a uh, is this listed under? I guess this would be listed under uh, Abyssal Graveyard. Yes. Uh, no, it's under Grinning Hills. Historical event happens in neighborhoods. So you were correct. Yeah, Grinning Wait, Hills his- gets a historical event. Okay. Uh, cool. Historical event. Um, oh no! I I undid everything that I wrote. Oops. So while uh, John retypes all that, I'm going to tell you about my favorite way to view the Midichlorian movie, uh, which I did <laughs> recently with my good friend Nelson. Uh, I got some Firefox add-ons that let you speed up video, and uh, also set a point that you can keep skipping back to as though you are remixing something. <laughs> so we watched The Phantom Menace at two times speed. Occasionally, we drop it right down to, like, half time for, like, a word or two. Throw it back up. So we did, like, an hour and 20 minute long remix of The Phantom Menace. (laughs) It is a prerequisite that, should you live in a place where it's legal to do so, you are high out of your mind. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Watching this happen. Sounds that uh, sounds hysterical. It it bring it it casts every flaw with that movie in its acting, in its CGI, in the harshest of harsh light. <laughs> uh, and then we went on to start the Clone Wars, uh, and we stopped when I kept looping. Uh, uh, I don't like sand over. <laughs> and then we went to bed. <laughs> The harmonica playing of Father Bone. His debut album, Sand in the Pit. So yeah, maybe Father Bone is a semi-aquatic... Egg-laying mammal of action? (laughs) Is this Perry the Platypus? Yeah, it's... His theme song starts with semi-aquatic, and it was just... Oh, (laughs) that's funny. Alright, Father Bone, the Duck Man. Duck Man. Okay, Uh, and I I think that's my turn. Okay. We have a, a dearth of characters here. Yes. So I think... We need a girth of characters. <laughs> Alright. Let's turn that frown upside down. Let's turn that dearth <laughs> into a girth. A girth, Wainwright. Yes! <laughs> What's something very vague I can add to this? Uh, the motif. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of had one uh, occur to me, if you'd like a suggestion. Sure. Uh... The this the creaking sound of leather. Oh yeah, perfect. Love it. Girth Wainwright. God, I pity the fools who have to play a game where they run into Girth Wainwright. Good luck for those. Oh, and uh, and what are Girth's pronouns? <sighs> One of my favorite questions. So this this is an interesting thing because it you know how because obviously pronouns can can they can be anything. Mm-hmm. But you want to not treat them with a lack of respect is the right word, but like you don't totally you don't want to make silly pronouns for the sake of making silly pronouns because absolutely because people love to clown on pronouns they love to be like oh fucking attack helicopter or whatever mm-hmm. um and you know part of it is that we are we are all within the queer community and so it is it's it's mm-hmm. it is an act of celebration to be doing it. But I also don't want that to communicate a a levity around people's pronoun choices. Absolutely. And with that being said, Girth Wainwright's... <laughs> um, God, I'm trying to remember the pronouns I gave my character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. 
Oh, I love Toftev. That's what Cyber Pixel Crush's pronouns were. Yeah. I think. Alright, so it's established in the canon of GTRTP that people have Toftev as pronouns. Ta da. Ta ta. <laughs> Cancelled. Alright. <laughs> Ollie. <laughs> we had a. Uh, could you hear us while you were gone? We had a long conversation about. Oh, yeah, I, I can could, I could hear you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. I have a location. I've been trying to decide if it should have, like, a specific name or if everyone... I think everyone just calls it the old school building. Um, or, like, the old schoolhouse. Uh, I don't think there's any specific name people call it anymore. Like, maybe it has a name, but no one who lives here uses that name ever. Yeah, so if it's an old schoolhouse, is it, like, abandoned? No, I think people still go to school there. Um, oh, but it's okay. just been there for, like, a very long time. How big is it? Um, it, it's, it's small, but it is more than one room. I think maybe they have, like, uh, a room for, like, younger children, and then a room for, uh, like, older children, like, middle through high school. Um. Is it living children? Ghost children? A mix of the two? Do you know yet? I think, that's sense? what I'm trying, I think I'm gonna say that it is, um, I think that's what I'm going to put in the extras, actually, is that, uh, there's, it's, I'm going to say that it's, uh, the students here are, um, mostly living children. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, and this might play out in the gameplay more than it does here, but on what level does this society acknowledge the existence of these ghosts? Is it like, yeah, we know the ghosts are there, but like, they're not building like, the architect isn't coming in being like, how do I best tailor this classroom to ghost learning? Because people just don't believe in ghosts. Unless the architect widely. is a ghost. <laughs> a really rough one is my ghost students who are kinesthetic learners because they can't, they can't pick up no It's really oh, challenging. And that's hell. You gotta, you gotta get, uh, like, phantasmagorial items for the ghost children to use. Yes, during class. Get ghost tokens. Yeah, ghost learning material. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ghost ditto machine. Uh. <laughs> and the teachers have to buy all these out of pocket because <laughs> the government of Twilight Cove sucks. Some things never change. <laughs> right. Alright. That, okay. that is on to you, Ash. Okay, so for my move, I have decided to link Bert, our playful child with shaggy hair, to mm -hmm. the old schoolhouse. Cool. Um, and uh, I want to add a detail to, I think, to Bert. Um, I'm going to, um, ooh, I'm going to give Bert a secret. Bert knows the schoolhouse's real name. Oh, oh. nifty. All right, over to you, John. Nifty. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, the museum is going, uh, on, is going in the horizon. And now I need to give a detail. Let's give some more detail to the neighbor. I'm drawn most immediately towards motif, since it allows me to just kind of spout some vagary. Absolutely. And, <laughs> um... But do and does anybody have any other ideas for something more concrete? Because right now Horizon is kind of is kind of boring. I think bracketed between dusk, dusk and dawn is awesome, 
but this the the neighborhood itself I think is a little stale. Um, a historical event is also a way that you could kind of kick it up a notch. Um, the yeah. demographics would give us some pretty uh, pretty good feel for the neighborhood too. Who do you what, s- uh, what kinds of people do you see living in Horizon? I don't know. Um, it's between dusk and dawn, which makes it feel very like kind of mm. like the the shadow part of town, kind of. It's it's weird. Like I think I I've almost like kind of set if myself up. If you want to do Lynchian yeah, you wanted to do that in Hills, like, right? USA. What if mm-hmm. what if there's so, like a thriving maybe since it's like, like the normal place, area the demographics horizon, is the like people who come here, here are get like almost high end medical treatment. <laughs> it's like yeah. really experimental like, weird shit. Like off putting. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is like maybe the technology center of the city. And huh. uh, there's the other... maybe oh, I was gonna say like, what does the public ahead, transit sorry. here look like? Like, is it fish-shaped buses? Is it uh, well. is it like a journey <laughs> to the or twenty thousand leagues like submarine type? I don't know. Um, but that's kind of where I was. I, I was just I don't know why, but I associate like fish with like the the fishing like knives, and then the knives with surgery, and then yeah. Like, with the museum here, the other thought I had was, you know, with this kind of nighttime feel that it's between dusk and dawn, it's on the horizon, it is the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be kind of the nightlife part of town, um, where there's entertainment and arts and, and like, more People kind go of, there to uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could be the sex worker area. Like, you know, it's, it's where you go to have a good time between dusk and dawn. Hmm. <laughs> okay. It's a red light district, but because it's the sea, it's green light. It's green <laughs> or the, light. The everything. Gold light green light to everything. The gold light district. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think about how that fits <laughs> in with the rest of the neighborhoods we've created. Because no like, one's going to a strip club at the Freak Wharf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm blinking so hard right now. Don't worry about um, it. It's totally fine. If there's a different um, a different detail you'd like to put maybe on the museum or on a forest, those are both available to you as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no worries. Um, the The magic of this is is all the more cool because it you know it it doesn't always like snap together. Mm-hmm. But when we find it, it's going to be good. Yeah, maybe I'll give Horace a detail. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's call him Horace. We know, um, we know his name, mm-hmm. and we have uh, the description. Mm-hmm. So um, there could be uh, an associate. This would be uh, for you know other people that this character is connected to, and you don't need a card for that. You can just kind of create a, a side character that's associated with this one. Uh, Horace may have a well, does have, but maybe you know what his secret. Trying to remember again what a motif could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so some examples uh, are things like it could be um, a uh, it's 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 almost like a metaphor that kind of captures this character's essence. Hmm. Um, so it could be something that kind of um, is associated with him uh, physically, and also kind of vamping while I find the text itself. Hmm. Motifs. Here we go. Motifs are ways in which you can in- represent the influence of a card on the story, even when it's not on screen. So the the way that Horace has an impact on 
Twilight Cove um, can be kind of summed up in his motif. Uh, it could be a catchphrase, a material something is made out of, a particular sound or scent, a small action or facial expression. If you were making a movie, you would use the card's motif to foreshadow that it will maybe show up later in a scene, or to remind other players of that card, to think about it when deciding what happens. Okay, then I think I got a motif for Horace. Uh, ink stained fingers and chemical stained clothes. That is super soft. Okay. That's really evocative. That gives me, like, um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, Sleepy Hollow, um, Ichabod Crane kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that sort of, yeah, the, yeah. the focus on the, the writing and the ink and the chemicals and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I think that's my turn. Nice. All right. All right. I am making an object called yeah. the Eternal Blossom. Ooh. I think I had one of those at, uh, like, Chili's or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, precisely. Um, see. Imagining one that just keeps opening and opening to a, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where it becomes uncanny and upsetting. <laughs> Lovecraftian novel taking place in an in a, uh, Outback Steakhouse. Non-Euclidean blossom. He he would be horrified by Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> he would. Uh, the agenda of this object is I'm trying to think of the right word. Okay. Uh, I know I don't get nice. to do the description of it. Um. So again, feel free to totally override this, and I know I'm cheating by giving a, another detail. I'm imagining this as like a beautiful crystalline flower <laughs> uh, or something like that but or maybe it's like carved out of like a whalebone i've had a couple different ideas but mm-hmm. the, the idea is it is such a beautiful and one of a kind piece maybe it's in the museum yeah um, i immediately right? thought of that but this is this is like the uh people like had would kill to possess this object mm. um and yeah, so it is. It is the the pearl. Uh, well, no, that's that's not what the pearl is about. God, I um, it, you know, it is it is the the diamond whatever the queen's diamond butt plug. It is <laughs> it is like a status symbol to the nth degree. Um, and maybe it was like naturally formed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone, some stranger brought it up from the pit of the abyssal graveyard. Oh, I don't know, but there's this beautiful thing that is of this area, which is, I think why it's got to be a whalebone mm-hmm. or it's got to be geological. It's got to be like a gem. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll find out next time. Of toilet. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Ollie, that makes it your turn. Alright, I am going to link two things. I'm going to link the, um, this book to Father Bone. Ooh. You know, um, I kind of imagined Father Bone as a villain, but the more <laughs> we talk about him, or Sin, the more we talk about Sin, Sin lives in the flooded graveyard uh, where Sin ministers to, like, the angry ghosts. 
and mm. sin contains this book that is honestly it seems like a a good thing to want to know every every ghost so no one is like forgotten name. yeah i think father bone is like maybe a hero <laughs> um i'm gonna uh i think i'm gonna put for i'm gonna add the associates to father bone um and i think i want to yeah i want to make it the the ghosts uh of the people who've been buried in this spiral the in the abyssal graveyard mm-hmm. uh the ghosts of people like people who've been buried recently all the way back to the people who were buried here before the town was ever founded all right this fucking owns i love this game. <laughs> so good <laughs> Oh, man. I feel like we're creating, like, the design document for, like, an incredible, like, game. Oh, yeah. which is what we're doing. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I'm i so happy. Yep. It is just very cool. All um, right, well, we can pick this back up again. Mm-hmm. Soon. Before... Yeah. Cri- er, before <laughs> Christmas. Before yeah, let's Halloween. do it. Let's do it soon so that we remember and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, and we can, we can wrap up the rest of it. Yeah.